Welcome to the thrivingat60.com podcast, the number one motivational show on the planet. No more sour days for you. It's time to make lemons and a lemonade every day. This is a podcast where we help you thrive, not just survive. We help you accept who you are, not where you are, by discovering and inquiring into how to turn lemons into lemonade. Are you ready for the roller coaster ride of a lifetime? Tired of feeling let down? Tired of the lemons life keeps handing you? We can help you make every day a lemonade day. It's time to put those lemons in a blender. Let's go on an amazing and exciting, unpredictable journey of discovery. We know champions sit in the front seat, so make sure your seatbelt is fast and tight. One, two, three, let's go. When you have an attitude of gratitude, people just want to hang with you. Introducing the woman who believes ordinary stands for extraordinary, the host of Thriving at 60, Wendy B. Hi, this is Wendy B. I started this podcast because I believe ordinary people become extraordinary people. What makes them extraordinary is the adversity they have lived through and who they've become or the little acts of kindness they bestow on people one act of kindness at a time. I believe that most of us have the ability to thrive, not just survive. I want to motivate and help people of all ages, particularly women 50 to 110. I want people to experience being excited about their life. Do you know how many people are walking around dead? They're not excited about their life. This podcast, I used to be one, so that's all I can say. This podcast is to inspire and motivate people now, right now, for them to take action today on their purpose, their dreams, regardless of age, regardless of circumstances. I will motivate and inspire you one step at a time to turn lemons into lemonade. It's never too late to start. Would you like freedom and power, regardless of what life throws at you? It's easy to live life when life is working, but true power... True freedom is having freedom and power when our circumstances are crappy. And this is what this podcast is all about. How do we have freedom and power? So I want to start with the cardinal rules for life. You know, there's probably a ton of them, but I'm going to share four right now. Uh, One, make peace with your past so it won't disturb your present. Two, what other people think of you is none of your business. Three, time heals almost everything. Give it time. Four, no one is in charge of your happiness except you. So I invite you to look at that again. Make peace with your past, you know, so it won't disturb your present. What other people think of you is none of your business. Time heals almost everything. Give it time. And no one is in charge of your happiness except you. So we're going to start with make peace with your past so it won't disturb your present. You know, um, I... Uh, shared a little bit about my background. I'll share some more. You know, I was born into uh, an alcoholic family. I think my dad was 17 uh, when he married my mom. He actually married my mom, and my mom was 19, I think. And I think he was 20 or 21 when my twin brother and I was born. And they had had uh, two children before my brother and I were born. One was a stillborn, and, and one was my older sister, who's two years older. And then I think they lost another baby uh, in between me and my uh, twin brother and my baby sister. There was three years between my baby sister and I, and I think they lost another baby. And, um, and you know, my uh, youngest sister was raised with the grandparents, and... Um, you know, I used to envy her, but when I looked at, yes, they were wealthy, 
but uh, she never got to, she never, I can never remember her spending a night uh, in our home. Um, and, and it saddens me. She must have been very lonely and wondered, even though she had love from the grandparents and good food and good clothing and whatnot, she must have always wondered what was wrong with her that, you know, that, that you know, that, that she never got to live with us. So uh, as an adult, I could see that. But as a, as a youngster, I used to be quite jealous of her. And um, and then uh, my older sister, you know, uh, she uh, was raised with an auntie and um, uh, for a, a year or two after my parents split. And then she went to live with the with my dad and his uh, wife at the time. It was his girlfriend, and then they got married. And then there was my twin brother and I, and we were in and out of different foster homes from, you know, uh, not quite three till we were, um, until we were, uh, you know, nine. And, um, and, and we had some pretty rough homes we lived in. Um, I actually get emotional when I think of it, that uh, when I look at my kids and... <clears throat> Thank God they didn't have to live through some of that. But, you know, and then, you know, that shaped how I looked at life. It shaped my view. Because earlier I, I said, you know, that our views, uh, how we perceive life uh, uh, in different areas of our life, uh, shapes our actions. And um, and then uh, when I lived uh, with my dad, and my dad's still alive, so I, I, I don't want to go into too much detail in case someone hears this and, and talks to him. Um, but, you know, from the age of nine till I was 16, there was... Um, my dad, let, let's say my dad did the best he knew how with the tools he had, but it wasn't very healthy upbringing. Um, I used to uh, get beaten um, with work boots and fists. Uh, my dad inappropriately sexually touched me. Um, and, uh, you know, th there th there were some rough times. And that definitely shaped uh, my view of life and shaped my actions. And when I went on my own, I would be uh, in the middle of grade 10. I'd been held back in grade 4. So, um, yeah, um, a couple of things happened in grade 4 when I went to live with my dad without even talking to me. Um, my uh, parents had me held back in grade 4. Uh, my twin was in grade 2, so they had him put in grade 3. And then it was a mixed class, and they thought that holding me behind and putting him forward would help my brother. But what it did for me is it made me um, question uh, how smart I was, and that definitely shaped my life. Um, but again, my parents did the best they knew how at the time. Um, but uh, we moved a lot, uh, and, and the good thing about moving a lot is it taught me to, um, there was good things about it, uh, it, because it taught me to be friendly, and it taught me to uh, have friends elsewhere, like I can go in anywhere, and um, I can travel on my own, I, I've traveled across Canada, and, and so those are good skills, I, I don't have to have people with me, but um but those things shape my past. And then, uh, you know, so I, uh, you know, my first man I fell in love with and um, was a, um, an abusive drug addict. And, and, and uh, you know, and he, and he used to beat me. So that shaped 
how I was with men, the way my dad was with me, and then my first husband, and, and um, you know, it was a short, short uh, relationship. We were married six months, and uh, I was 160 pounds when we got married, and six months later, I was um, under 100 pounds and uh, really unwell, and um, so that shaped me, and then, um, you know, uh, I met my, uh, I came back to Canada, and one of the males that I'd been friends with for years, um, he was on the rebound, and we got married, and that was short-lived, um, you know, uh, he was an alcoholic, uh, he was a friendly teddy bear alcoholic, but uh, he, uh, after we'd been married a year, he asked if we could divorce, because uh, he was still in love with his other girlfriend, so that shaped me, and, and then I met my uh, real mom when I was 19, and, and she was a fall-down drunk, and that, that shaped my uh, way of being, so there was many, many things that I had to heal my past. And so I, I needed counseling and I, I took a course that altered my whole life, um, was a landmark education. Um, it was, uh, I, it was called the S training in the late seventies and I took it and it, it transformed the way I looked at life and the way I viewed myself. It was, I get emotional when I think of it, it was the first time in my life that I got that I was whole and complete the way I was and the way I wasn't. And, um, and so I, I, I was, you know, I, I was equal to you. And it was the first time in my life that I knew that I could, that I could make a difference with other people. And I never knew that. So, um, I had to make peace with my past and that took, you know, quite a few years. It, it probably took another 10 uh, 15 years of, of healing my past. I, I went, uh, I saw that I need to go for therapy and to heal uh, what happened in the sexual abuse areas and uh, be able to forgive uh, the people that did that. And, uh, you know, only, you know, what, what I got was that only sick people do that sort of thing. So I, you know, for me to thrive, I had to get complete with my past and heal that past and and get that I was worthy because um, you know my my coming from my background I, I didn't feel very worthy and I kept looking for love in all the wrong places in fact even even though all, through all that work um, you know my my husband um, that I my ex-husband um, that I legally divorced this year we'd, we'd been together 23 years but again because um, there was hidden things from my view that I hadn't dealt with had me choose him and so, um, and what I got to see was in the past, I had made up a story that men weren't trustworthy, uh, men were assholes. And so that's all I looked for was uh, men that couldn't be trustworthy. They, they could be wonderful people, but I'd always make them turn into a jerk. And um, when I was able to uh, heal that past, um, then something else becomes available. So, um, you know, I have to be diligent about that. You know, I have girlfriends that have some incredible husbands and, and, um, I, and I meet some incredible men. In fact, I have one of my mentors or one of, uh, my buddies, he's, he's happily married and, uh, I have a structure and, and, uh, he's a head of a, a big company, he's a partner in a big company. And we talk once a week on a Friday and we look, he looks at his life. There's no different from his life than mine. Um, and, and we share, um, uh, and, and coach each other to live very effective lives. And, and um, that wouldn't be available if I hadn't 
made peace with my past. You know, I forgave my dad. I forgave my mom. Um, God bless her. My mom died of active alcoholism about 15 years ago. But and she was only in her 60s. And um, I really believe that if we don't heal the past and make peace with our past, um, it it will disturb our present. And so anytime I get stuck in life or anytime I'm attached to something, I'm not having a lot of power, I need to, you know, for me, I need to look at, you know, what is the conversation underneath that's holding me back? It could be an old conversation that I've made up that I'm blind to and I'm not aware of. And that is having me not be effective in that area. So this is, uh, you know, a podcast of discovering and exploring. It's not necessarily the truth. It's my truth but it's not necessarily your truth and I invite you to look at you know if you're stuck and you still are hanging on to stuff in the past um, you know because I know people are hanging on to stuff like their dad did this and and it's not that I don't have some of that I, I certain things happen but I get that that is not that happened then and this is now and my past has nothing to do with who I am now if I get complete about my past then there's just today and there's just today and I can create a future worth living into so we are exploring how to thrive whether we are 10 to 110 and beyond let's keep thriving so others want to hang with us what do you need to do to thrive what are your patterns what have you not thrived? What in the past has you not, where you're not complete, that has you not thriving today? What areas in your life do you want to be more effective? What areas do you want to thrive in? Well, what did you like best about this podcast? I request you subscribe to my podcast and rate it a number five. Email me. Let me know what topics you'd like to discuss. When you get handed lemons, you know, can you make lemonade? Tell me about how you thrive. I'd love to hear from you. This is Wendy B. Thriving at 60.com. T-H-R-I-V-I-N-G at A-T-S-I-X-T-Y dot com. That's thriving. T-H-R-I-V-I-N-G A-T-S-I-X-T-Y dot com. Thanks. We'll talk again tomorrow. Thank you for listening to Thriving at 60.com with Wendy B. What did you like best about the podcast? Email wendyb at thrivingat60.com Keep up on the latest by subscribing to the podcast. Also, drop by the website and rate the show. Turn lemons into lemonade at thrivingat60.com